Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. This is a CBC podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Caitlin. She has chronic migraines. Let's talk about it. It is, it is like an organizational nerd's dream. So that, like, thinking about those big words, like, that hurts my brain. <laughs> big, big words. It, it, hurts, it hurts my head. And it's my understanding that you're here to talk to us today about migraines. Correct. Complicated yeah. migraines to be specific? Uh, chronic. Chronic migraines. Oh, yeah. fuck. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> worse than complicated migraines. I was wondering what a complicated migraine yeah. was. So well, I'm pretty I. sure all of them are complicated. Well, I, I believe that there is a technical term that is te- complicated migraines, which is ac- it, it's, it, like kind of, mm-hmm. it pours over into territory that's a little bit more... Complicated than a standard migraine. You didn't give me any new information in that. No, I didn't. Because I, I, I don't know much about it. But we can ask my ex-girlfriend, Caitlin, who will be at our live show on Friday night. Oh, weird. And she has complicated migraines. So oh. she'll be able to tell you about it. I think, you know, you go blind with and stuff. And it's real fucky. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> we're talking about chronic migraines. Correct. Well, shit. Yeah. So, do you, do you have one right now? I don't have one right now. Because I was going to say you're <laughs> handling it like a champ. <laughs> I was going to say if I had a migraine, you probably wouldn't know it. I just kind of lose control of my facial muscles a little bit. So, what? like, if my Whoa. facial muscles kind of go all over the place, it's like nothing major. It's just like I'll start like twitching a little bit. <laughs> Interesting. My nose was really dry the other day, and I and I was uh, I think I was either talking to you or or you, and I kept on going. Yeah, not me. I'd remember that. <laughs> So, like, maybe I just had a migraine. For anybody who, for anybody who can't see, Taylor is <laughs> just scrunching, scrunching my... up his face and then relaxing his face. <laughs> yeah. Scrunching it up and then yeah. relaxing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just had a migraine. <laughs> yeah, it it's kind of like that, but for eyebrows and like my eyes. And I start getting kind of squinty and people are like, oh, are you high? And I'm like, no, no, I wish I was that, but I'm in pain. Thank you. <laughs> I am in the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let, let's go back then. How how mm-hmm. long is, is this something that you've had for your entire life? Or is it yeah. something that sort of came on a little bit later? Well, I haven't had chronic migraines my entire life. I've just had regular migraines, which is common. It's like something like 10% of the population has migraines. Um, I literally don't remember a time without them, which is not super common. But uh, like, I think I got my first migraine probably when I was like two or three years old. Oh, fuck. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Really? Like I, ha- I have memories going really, really far back that I was like in pain and I didn't know why. Well, can we... What is a migraine? Like, you know, so we're, we're, because uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't, the, what I, what I gather um, a, a migraine to be a, is like a, a very intense, prolonged headache. Kind of. There's a lot of differences between a headache and a migraine. So what are they? Um, so migraines are technically a type of headache. 
So you can't you can say like I have a headache and it can be a migraine, but you can't say I have a migraine and have it necessarily be a headache. Okay. Oh. Um, so <laughs> migraines can be so many different things, and I think that's why it gets confusing for a lot of people. So the way that my migraines work might be completely different than how somebody else's migraines work. Huh. Um, so my migraines show up, and I mean they've they've changed over my lifetime as well. Um, like the migraines that I had as a child are different from the migraines that I have now, which is also confusing for people. Okay, so in like super layman's terms, yeah, what's the difference between a migraine and a headache? Uh, usually you have an aura, but you don't have to have an aura to have a migraine, which we've, makes it complicated. Yeah, and we've heard that word through talking to people with epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very uh, my closely Mark, tied. Who has brain cancer, and he had a, a seizure, a grand mal seizure, and he mm-hmm. like experienced an aura. So what's what's an aura for like somebody who's never? Uh, I've never had. I, I don't even really identify with experiencing headaches. Okay. Um, except when I'm super hungover. <laughs> but then. It, it's just, I just feel really hungover. So it's not like something I can really um, understand, I guess. Yeah. So what what does an aura feel like? So for me, I have a verbal aura, which is also kind of strange. But for the average person, like an aura is just, it can be usually something with the eyes. So it's usually like you have some sort of interruption. You can't see your peripheral vision or you lose your center vision. Usually it's like either losing a part of your vision or you're getting like weird little stars coming in floating through. Like blurry or foggy? Yeah, it can be blurry. It can be foggy. It can be I lose. um, So like a large part of my migraines is that I lose part of my vision in my right eye sometimes. And it's just like won't. It's like a, I can't get it to stay still. Right. So I'll start seeing double. I, I feel like we're talking about. Um, has anybody here played D anD D? Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're reading the manual of like D anD D for like spells and be like, uh, what does what happens if you cast a, a, a level three migraine? Uh, well, an aura will appear and I will see stars and my right eye will stop uh, stop working. Okay, I'm gonna cast a, uh, a, a migraine. <laughs> cast a level three migraine. So, but, but if you just casted like a like a level three headache. All you would feel is just like a, a headache, like a gen- just pain. general an, head an pain, ache in your head. Yeah, yeah, like literally just an ache in your head. I, so I, if you if you do, I, I want to kind of just fire this off right here because sure. I find that when you know when we talk to people about their own experience and things are very unique to what they're going through, mm-hmm. um, oftentimes we kind of lose like the aspect of like what actually it is that we're trying to trying to talk about. For sure. Um, According to uh, Yahoo Answers, no, I'm just kidding. According to Wikipedia, uh, migraine is a primary headache disorder characterized by recurrent headaches that are moderate to severe. Typically, the headaches affect one half of the head, Mm -hmm. are pulsating in nature, and last from 2 to 72 hours. Jesus. Associated symptoms may include nausea, vomiting, sensitivity to light, sound, or smell. The pain is generally made worse by physical activity. Yep. Up to one third of people have an aura. Yep. Uh, typically, a short period of visual disturbance, which signals that the headache will soon occur. Yep. Occasionally, an aura can occur with little or no headache following it. Mm-hmm. So, one of my coworkers actually gets migraines, but she only gets the aura. She doesn't get any pain. So that sounds fun. It was terrifying. Oh, apparently, no. but sounds like really? What? Like what what's her? Like what's her aura? 
she just gets like stars that comes over. And the first time it happened, she was driving. Oh, shit. Yeah. On a highway in Toronto. And she was just like, I'm having like a stroke or something. Like, I don't know what's happening. She had never had a migraine. So like that can happen, too. Are you talking like stars like the like the little like dots that come in your eyes? Or are you talking like like the traditional star shape <laughs> that you see just like all of a sudden coming across your face. <laughs> like a star like, what like, the fuck like, is happening? You yeah. just see the more you know. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. That's uh, oh, a hallucination, I think. <laughs> I think that's a hallucination when you see yeah. the star shape. Because that's a, that's a made-up made shape. It's actually like for me... <laughs> that, that is a made-up shape. That's yeah. right. That's not a real shape. Where did the star shape come from? Why were they like... I think it has to do with like. how the light beams... Uh, you know, oh the protrusions, yeah. <laughs> like, oh it's the prominences, <laughs> the prominences. Okay, inside jokes. Uh, imagine, go listen to your mom's house. Sorry, go ahead. imagine um, like going to see fireworks and like the fireworks, the ending of them where they kind of like drizzle down. Right. So it's just like sparkles. Yeah, yeah, sound. yeah. I get that sometimes when I get lightheaded. Yeah. And I was yeah. gonna ask if that if migraines are ever not accompanied with pain, and I and I actually didn't ask it because i was like well that's that's fucking stupid <laughs> and then uh, two minutes later you're like oh well she gets this but not the pain mm -hmm. which is crazy yeah so i mean and that would i i can totally imagine how terrifying that would be because mm -hmm. i mean if you have a headache and you have pain and then something happens you're probably like oh well it's probably associated with the pain i'm experiencing yeah and then but just like getting i mean i know that if i ever get lightheaded out of nowhere or i see stars or something i'm like whoa, what's happening? And there's a, mm -hmm. you know, until it fades away, there's that period of like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah exactly. That would be terrifying. Do you think Cyclops from X-Men just had like really intense uh, auras going on? <laughs> so intense that he could just beam them out of his eyes? Well, if you just watch the X-Men, the new like reboot of the X-Men series, they kind of go back in time and they kind of explore that. So, I mean, you could just watch the, the movie and then you'd know the answer to the question. Anyway, coming uh, <laughs> back to Caitlin, so you, you experienced your first migraine at you said two to three yeah i don't remember when the first one okay. was but so uh, i'm assuming it was around that age so i was really really sick when i was three years old i had double pneumonia and a blood infection jesus i Christ. know and so i was in the hospital for like two weeks um and they think that's probably when it started because i don't have any memories before then right yeah i mean that's pretty early for memories <laughs> yeah. i guess yeah um what what is your do you have a first memory of 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 a migraine not really i mean i missed probably half of third grade or like a third of third grade um because i was sick constantly i was either throwing up or i was just like my eyes hurt they couldn't figure out why they're like okay you need Whoa. glasses obviously but they're um, like you you're gonna be a librarian so <laughs> you're gonna yeah, get, you should get the glasses and, and we should get you, your we should get you a cardigan as soon as possible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, uh, so you were out of school for that, that chunk of time mm -hmm. due to migraines, mostly migraines, also like food <laughs> sensitivities and stuff like that. It turns out that I'm allergic to a bunch of weird stuff, but, um, I also have a massive caffeine sensitivity. So like I can't, I can now ingest caffeine like in small amounts, like I can have chocolate and stuff like that. I wasn't allowed that as a kid. Right. Um, so you don't sucked. want a coffee then? No, okay, I cannot have coffee. Check. That would give me a migraine. Would you like water or anything? Or you, you, do, do you? I, want, would you I like, have a water, okay. water bottle. Yeah, I'm good. Do you? Um, do you drink like <coughs> decaffeinated coffee or tea? Uh, actually, 
two years ago was the first time I had like a full cup of decaf coffee. Um, and I was drinking it somewhat regularly for a little while because I like the taste a lot. Like I love dark chocolate. I love that bitter kind of taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody accidentally gave me full caffeine coffee. Oh shit! That, that happens all the time. So I yeah, like at, I'm very careful about it. I but. worked at a at like a uh, I don't want to say the name of the place, but it yeah. was it was like a kind of higher end restaurant for lack of a better word mm-hmm. and swiss chalet <laughs> we only it was swiss chalet wasn't it no it wasn't we only are was, you sure no it was subway okay okay got it <laughs> uh we only had caffeinated coffee and oh. people would ask for decaf and the people i worked with would pour caffeinated coffee oh shit. and just be like they don't they don't know whether or not there's caffeine and it tastes the same well it's you're, kind you're, of the same as uh it's kind of similar in a way i mean it's, it has a similarity to uh, when we talked about people who have celiac going in and going, well, mm-hmm. you know, I can't have gluten. And, you know, some uh, wi- uh, some servers or and or chefs, people who work in the kitchen just going like hipster. Yeah. And then and yeah. then get and then not caring about the tool, about the knives that they use. And sh- but in the way that you go, well, oh, they just don't want caffeine. Yeah, but exactly. But you're like, well, no, I can't. I usually try and explain. Like, two of my really good friends actually have celiac disease, so I'm pretty – we're all pretty used to that kind of, like, we have to explain that yeah. it's actually a serious thing. God, we cannot have this. The three of you going out to eat together <laughs> should be a nightmare for every, like, establishment you walk into. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I, do, I love eating out, and luckily Toronto has a lot of places, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of vegan, but kind of not because I can't really have dairy. Like, I feel like going out – like, when people are like, oh, I'm going to make something for the office, and I was like, just don't bother with me. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> have you been to this place? There's a there's a vegan restaurant just right there called Doomies that I walked by. Oh, my God, yeah. And it says Doomies – it says, uh, baby steps are for babies. Be an adult. Be vegan. <laughs> Doomies and is... And I was like, whoa. It's whoa. based, it's based whoa. out of LA, and it's like only fast food. So if you want a vegan Big Mac, go to Doomies. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, really? let's go there for lunch today. Yeah, I'm down yeah, it's, for that. It's pretty popular. <laughs> so let, let's come back to the migraines. Um, just ringing it in, pulling mm-hmm. a Brian Stever. Uh, Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, so you... I guess you, you don't have the, the like an earliest memory, and I'm, I suppose it's probably because it's all you know, right? Like you yeah. just lived with it your whole life. And like I didn't realize how severe it was for a really long time. Like I would just kind of ignore it. My parents didn't really understand. Like my dad gets really bad headaches and probably migraines sometimes. Um, but like it's never been like all the time. So I hated sports growing up. Mm. I hated them. And it's because I was like, oh, I had a migraine a lot. Like, I just kind of dealt with it. Like, I lived with it. It wasn't a big deal to me, but I was like, oh, running is horrible and makes me vomit. Yeah. <laughs> like, at what point did it become something? Because it, 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 the way it sounds, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, well, you know, I just get, I just get headaches, like, a lot, and, and they're really intense. Um, but at what point did it, did it start to become more so like, oh, I have this condition, like um, something that is beyond just like, no, oh, I get headaches. Or has it ever yeah. really become like that? It's, yeah. So about three years ago, I was, I've been in denial for a long time about how bad it was, I think. Because it was just like, it's something that I was used to. It was like, I can go to work, but if I work full time, I don't get to have a social life. Like, it was just one of those things where it's just like, you just don't get to have both. You can do one or you get the other. And I was talking to a friend that had recently started getting more and more migraines, who's very social. And she was just like, no, that's not how other people live. And I was like, really? 
like not everybody deals with that regularly. And she was just like, no, what are you talking about? And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I guess I haven't really like a lot of my friends get migraines as well. So I'm kind of used to talking about it with them um, or like at least occasionally get them. So I was like, oh, really? Like, it's not just that like I'm an introvert. I was like, I'm not really an introvert, but like I have to stay home a lot because of my migraines. You're introverted and, due to your physical limitations. Like, yeah, exactly. And not I was your like, personality. <clears throat> through a combination. So that was kind of the thing where I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I could be living differently. Like, I need to get this looked at. So I started talking to my family doctor about it, and he was just not... He put me on a bunch of medication that was not working, and I started doing a bunch of my own research. And there are books about it out there that were, like, published in the early 2000s even that were like, hey, your doctor shouldn't be doing this. If your doctor is doing this, maybe talk to somebody else. Like um, giving, like prescribing certain medications? Or like, like was you, strong what, your doctor? Painkillers? I, I have right. really cutting your hair, putting it into a little, <laughs> uh, a little uh, sort of uh, 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 cast iron bowl over a fire. Concocting potions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Was he doing that? Um, he was not doing that, luckily. Incantations? Okay. No I incantations? Have, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I have a really interesting um, question that I want to, and kind of almost more for you guys, Taylor and Jeremy, but. Um, I've heard a lot lately, or just a couple of instances, where people have talked about going to see a GP and them prescribing uh, medication almost instantaneously. And one of the thoughts that I've had is, is is that a, a GP's role to prescribe that stuff? Or should it be a GP's role to direct you to a specialist in a certain field? And I, I don't know the answer. I don't know either. And I don't want to speak to it because I don't know. However, what I will well, say and what, I, what I've heard is that like walk-in clinics, right, where a lot of GPs tend to work and where a lot of people tend to go to when they don't have like an emergency or if they don't have a family doctor, um, the way that those – no, I thought someone's <laughs> going to listen to this and be like, wait a minute. But fr- from what I've heard, the way that that works is that it's like – the more clients you push, like you pump through those doors, the more you're getting paid. How would that work? No, though? that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's I, the more I know a lot of doctors as well. If you get ten, <laughs> if you get ten appointments in a day, I mean, those go, those run through the government, so they're billing the government for these. Yeah. For these, so if they mm-hmm. get ten appointments a day, then they bill them for ten. If they get so, someone 15, comes in with a head, someone comes in, someone comes in who's like, Canada, I'm sorry, nauseous yeah. and I have a really bad headache. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I know this pill helps helps with nausea. This pill mm-hmm. helps with headaches. So here you go. Thank you very much. Pretty Instead much. of going, hmm, okay, well, is the nausea linked to the headache? Is it more than just a headache? Uh, is it something yeah. deeper than that? Like, if, you're not, think- if you're, if you're not going to di- like look at the problem and dive in deep, you're going to be like, here's a, here's a piece of paper with some words on it. Go mm-hmm. take it to this place and they'll give you something to take. And uh, I acknowledge yeah. that I, I took us off track a little bit and, and we'll get back to it in just a sec, but... The other thing that I feel like is really important to bring up in in this moment is, especially when it comes to mental illness, um, GPs, in my mind, aren't necessarily the the be all end all, or or I guess the best place to get. They wouldn't. Your, they wouldn't. They, they would direct you to a specialist. Okay, not no, but always. They, but they I, for mental I, health. I, I think. Know, I mean, I they. I think they, they should, more often they should, than not do. But I know in a, a very specific experience that happened in the last couple of weeks, where a GP prescribed a, a very dated med- medication, <laughs> and it 
didn't work well for the person that they prescribed it to. And now that person has seen a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist has prescribed new medication. Yeah. And- but just let's be very clear that that was one GP, one situation. Totally. And that's why I'm not say, a general My brush. GP is actually amazing when it comes to e- mental health yeah. stuff. And like, so is my, my family doctor is fucking awesome. I love her to death. Like, but she's like, great. I got transferred to a new family doctor after dealing with my old one that didn't know anything about migraines and was just like, oh, I'll deal with this. No problem. And not realizing that he was like his experience with it and the knowledge he had was super dated when it came mm. to migraines. Like he was he was an older doctor and he was prescribing stuff that was really common in like the early to mid 90s. So I was prescribed. Right. Was stuff. he cutting your hair and putting it into a? Uh, <laughs> well, guys, little, uh, if any, if we're having a competition about who uh, has the best or worst family doctor, my family doctor got arrested for child porn. Oh, so, this is actually uh, fucking true. Uh, so, oh my god. Um, Taylor takes the cake on this oh, one. Okay, you just, just you to win. wrap this, just to wrap this uh, little part up Fuck. and to come back to to your story. Um, I, I, my pediatrician, I meant to say. Yeah, actually, oh it was your pediatrician. It was yeah. my pediatrician. Oh yeah. my god! I never. How you doing, Tay? Do you want to talk? I'm doing okay. I never experienced anything. Okay, there. okay, okay. Anyway. Um, I, I just do want to say, I think that I guess the important takeaway here is that Caitlin's mortified. <laughs> it's a, it's pretty mortifying. <laughs> it, it is. is. It fucking absolutely is. He also Sorry, mixed, he also mixed vaccinations, and I had to get oh revaccinated years later. Oh my god. Now listen, everybody, uh, this, again, I just want to clarify, this is one pediatrician, uh, one, you know, one incident, this is not a general brush, all doctors are not pedophiles, all doctors are not mixing vaccines. My okay? sister-in-law is a doctor, I love her very That's much. Right. That's right, so, so the thing I'm going to say, just to, and just to piggyback pretty much on what you just said, Jared, like, I, I think the takeaway here is that um, some... GPs are, are great at a number of different things, and they they might be able to help you. But the reality is, is that if they don't know, then they should refer you to somebody else who does, and that's okay. <laughs> but if they do know and they understand, they can help you. Then that's great. And obviously, there's yeah. there's instances of both. Yeah. But anyway, Caitlin, let's go back to you. So, so your GP was not giving you um, what I needed. What so you needed. He was giving me medication for like uh, blood pressure and stuff like that. So I was. Like, I couldn't sit up without feeling super dizzy because I already have kind of low blood pressure. So I was like, this doesn't seem right. Um, So really luckily, I ended up seeing a psychotherapist. Shout out to my psychotherapist, who's amazing. I love her. Yeah. Um, She recommended me to a doctor that she had been going to for concussions. And she was just like, she's amazing. Like, she'll help you out. So I went to her. She immediately got me in basically to the... uh, College of Nurses Hospital, or Women's College Hospital, sorry, uh, for the Center for Headaches. And I have like a neurologist that I've been working with for over a year now, who's spectacular. And I also work with a psychiatrist there because of the, basically, if you have chronic migraines, you are very likely to be depressed, (laughs) which makes sense. And is that, would that be related to the like seclusion that you have to go through yeah. or that you, that you that you put yourself through because you know you're more apt to stay in if you're you know if you're in pain all the time yeah so i went through probably the worst period of migraines i've ever had just this past year so i think it was actually after i emailed you guys i was like oh it's not going to get worse it'll never get worse than this 
Uh, I thought I had a medication that was working. Turned out it wasn't working. Um, And in September, I ended up basically being housebound for two months, um, which was really shitty. I do not recommend that. Uh, So uh, that's when seeing the psychiatrist was a big deal because I was like, okay, yeah, like this is really affecting my mental health. And they were kind of like, oh, yeah, like you're pretty depressed and anxious. And I was like, maybe it's because I can't go outside. (laughs) Was the drugs that you were on that you said the drug that was that you thought was working but wasn't working? I I know you you mentioned heavy painkillers before. Are these are these just painkillers? Are they what what are the medications that you're taking? What's their goal? Once I started seeing the neurologist at the Center for Headaches, Um, she got me on actual medication that was starting to work for me, or at least I thought at first. So the first thing, especially if you're dealing with anxiety and depression on top of it, they usually go immediately for, um, SSRIs, which are used for depression as well. Um, they usually do like, uh, there's an older set basically that they tend to go to first called amitriptyline. And that's what a lot of people are on if they're having really like a lot of migraines. Basically, they try that first just to see if it works for you. And they slowly up the dose of that. Um, They thought it was working for me at first, but I think it was just lifestyle changes that I had made. Mm -hmm. Um, And we kept upping my dosage and it wasn't getting better. Uh, So I had to very slowly then go off of that. It took about three months just to get off of it. God damn. I know. How did that affect your mood being on those? I didn't feel like the amitriptyline did anything for my mood, (laughs) but it was also because I was still getting a lot of migraines. So like, I don't think anything would have particularly helped because there was a reason it wasn't just a chemical imbalance. There was a reason that I was depressed. Like until that reason went away, I was like, okay, this makes sense that I'm still kind of depressed. Right. Um, But now I'm on an SSRI that's actually working for me. And I have to say, like, I didn't realize that my anxiety was really bad until it started working. And I was like, oh, I can drive in Toronto and I don't feel like I'm going to puke everywhere. (laughs) Which I know, like, driving in Toronto is always a little bit anxiety inducing, but. That can be heavy for a lot of people. I mean, I know some people that are just straight up, like, even in Halifax. Really? Which isn't, which is like, it's, it's not the traffic. It's mm-hmm. that it's the, there's, um, like really steep incline hills. In uh, that freaks me out still and, too. Uh, I grew up in a small town with very, very steep hills. Especially if you're driving stick. Oh yeah. God, that's I can't a, even imagine. Know, that's a yeah. whole, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I would not be able to do that. But like I was a delivery driver for a summer as a student. That's a challenge. Yeah. So in my small town. Auto and electrical supplies. Uh, I was really hoping it was going to be pizzas. <laughs> I, I was assuming books. <laughs> I wish, guys. I worked with like a bunch of dudes over the age of 40, and it was like me as a 19-year-old being like, hey, I have your like large tubes over here. <laughs> High-gauge cable. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up with uh, complicated – or sorry, co- chronic migraines mm-hmm. – um, was it is it kind of like a like an up and down sort of thing in terms of the the um the rate and like consistency of, in which the, the sure. migraines would would hit yeah i mean even if i'm taking like over christmas break or whatever like I don't get migraines like my stress levels are so low that i just don't get them at all i feel like my stress is is like peaking during christmas time <laughs> Mine I'm lucky. Is. My family's pretty amazing, and it was like Hanukkah and Christmas, and I'm half Jewish, so 
Chrismica. Oh, oh, yeah, man. it was Chrismica. It was How great. Many gifts do you get during the holidays? <laughs> a lot. There's all of them. All well, of them. Twelve days of Christmas and then eight <laughs> days of Hanukkah. <laughs> That's a so lot. Of, what? What's yeah. that? But you 19? don't get tw- you don't get twelve I'm just d- kidding, those days of Christmas worth of gifts. No. You know what I mean? It's just that one big old day. There was a, a lady who was telling me the other day that uh, she was getting surprise gifts for twelve days leading up to Christmas, like what? one left on her car window and like a nice card and note every single day. By someone she knows or and just by like... Just... I think it was an elf. Oh, wow. That's on the shelf. creepy. It was the elf on the shelf that yeah. she yeah. keeps in her apartment. It I would, would assume creepy, that I right? had a stalker at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the way that your hair falls on your face today. Uh, you know, if oh, I had a Jesus stalker Christ. and they were buying me gifts daily, I'd be like, yeah, keep on stalking, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Yeah. So, Just please don't kill me. So <laughs> yeah, please yeah. don't kill me. So you clearly sh- know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> You've been leaving exactly. me gifts. <laughs> Go for it, Brad. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. So your stress, uh, your stress levels, like definitely correlate to oh, for sure your migraines, and and does that uh, also equate to like the the strength of the migraine itself? So if you're super no. stressed, is it any worse? It's like not usually migraines coming. Migraines gonna what's happen. What's the worst? Yeah. What's uh, like we we said seventy two hours is like kind of like <laughs> up to what it can oh. be. What's the worst you've experienced? Well, because mine were chronic, I was getting them. Basically, chronic means that like you have them ending. more <laughs> than fifteen days a month. So Shit. it was most days. Oh my god! Um, for a couple months, which is why I was basically housebound. So I was like, if I didn't have a migraine, there's what they call a migraine hangover. <laughs> so after your migraine, you usually have this thing called a migraine hangover, which is again different for everybody, but it's kind of like a regular hangover. Like I usually have a little bit of a headache, which I'm like, oh, that's just really annoying. It's like a white fuzz and I can't concentrate very well. And you have to like drink a lot of water and watch HGTV. (laughs) That's what I do. Well, I have to drink a lot of water. I don't watch a lot of TV or movies because my eyes are really sore. Um, So I have... Is it just right? Like I'm, I'm guessing it's from your body just being like totally fucking depleted from, you know... Like, imagine being, like, electrocuted or run over by a bus, and then the next day being like, go back to normal. And your yeah. body's like, no. Yeah. Well, like, the like the crazy effort that you have to go through. I mean, um, like, for example, if you're uh, – well, the migraine, for example. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're – you are – you're experiencing this this pain, and the amount of focus that needs to go into to probably just going – Okay, like don't let this like overwhelm you. Like just just try just to trying to stay n- as normal and baseline as you can while you're experiencing that mm-hmm. is incredibly draining. Like the yeah. effort that needs to go into that, even if you're just sitting still, like the mental fortitude that you have to that you have to muster to stay as normal as as you as you want to be or as I'm you can be. Very good at meditating. <laughs> it's like it's insane. And then when that and then as soon as that stops and you let go, like I was uh, just the other day, I was like violently sick for like thirty minutes. Like I was mm-hmm. crazy nauseous. I was shaking, mm-hmm. and it was like thirty minutes. I felt awful, and I and then it it's just it passed, and I went on the couch, and I just 
I just passed out. When and you I was yeah. like, told me about that, yeah. I was like, that, Tay, that is the weirdest thing that that yeah. happened. And then you just didn't question it. Like you were <laughs> like, you were like, doop doop doo going about my day. And then, uh, it's just like hell. And then you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Dude, I better that's, sleep. That's and then 30 minutes later, huh? Oh. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> well, back, back, to, back to my day, I guess. That's exactly what happened. But I was so drained. I just immediately, as soon as I laid down the couch, I just went. Like, Did I had you have to any just, like any concern out. as to what happened to you? Well, See, I, yeah, I would have been like, I would have been like, holy shit, that like, was really intense. I should look into this. No, yeah. we, no we, I, I don't use this. This I never get nauseous from drinking, but we drank the night before, so I right. I thought that must be it. Uh, yeah, we I drink know. a lot pretty, of nights. Yeah, it's pretty violent. It's pretty violent. It was really violent. I mean, but we, it, I mean we didn't drink. We drank a lot, but we didn't drink. Uh, we did drink a lot. Yeah, we came back to my place, had a bunch of whiskey. Yeah. But you can't really not be that hungover. Now and then all now of a sudden, we're just analyzing your hangover. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We need to refer you to a specialist. Anyway, so. I, I am curious to know, you know, talking, coming back to that sort of up and down of like mm-hmm. the migraines being bad and, and, and when the stress levels are low, they're not, they're, you know, it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, and which is, that's so fucking awesome that like you get to just enjoy your holidays and then it's yeah, like, okay, holidays are over. Ah, like back in. <laughs> But at least you get that, you know, that yeah, one, one time I know, year. I know I can take a break. So I was actually on disability for most of the fall just because I was like, I can't get out of bed. I can't go to work. Um, and my work is entirely in front of a computer, like sitting in an office or sitting at home in front of a computer. So it's like, oh, like I have severe photophobia when I have a migraine and during my migraine hangover. What's photophobia? Like it's light sensitivity? Sen- light sensitivity. Oh, okay. So like having like... It's not super bright in here. Like, we don't have overhead lights on, but this would be too bright. And it's like a rainy kind of day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, this, to me, this is very bright. I mean, like, you oh, know, yeah, and it's an over, overcast day. You got a lot of big windows. Like, that's, it's I love it. It's like a natural the, diffuser. Are you the type of person that if I were to look at your phone, I'd be like, God, Jesus, turn your brightness up. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a special, like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have I get a lot of people that are really annoyed. My mom especially as soon as she tries to look at my phone, she's like, "It's just black. I can't yeah. see anything." Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend always has she'll turn it down at night right down to like the dim the most dim it can be. And then the next day at like one o'clock, she's trying to show me something. And I'm like, I can't even, I can't even see. <laughs> That's me. I can't all even the time. see what your phone says. What are you doing? Turn the even, brightness up. So there's like a special accessibility setting you can turn on as well if yeah. you're really sensitive to light. And I have that on usually. Um, and is it the like, brightness down? Yeah. Is all it the like way down. auto auto dimming or something? What's the what's the? Th- For whatever reason, if you use Zoom, um, it turns the brightness down. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, as a tip for anybody that has an iPhone. There you hmm. go. Um, what was do you do you know or do you recall the the worst experience you've ever had with your chronic migraines? I think it's that time that I had. It was probably leading up to my really bad experience in September when somebody fed me a full cup of regular coffee, um, and because caffeine for me is a trigger for my migraines. Um, and I was already dealing with a migraine when I had that caffeine. So basically it's recommended when you have a migraine to have small amounts of caffeine, especially if you're really sensitive like me. So an average person could have a cup of coffee and they're like, oh, that'll help your migraine. But for me, they're like, oh, have small amounts of caffeine and that may help your migraine. Like try it out. I think the reason why uh, caffeine helps with, I mean, specifically for headaches is Mm -hmm. that it's a, 
a vasodilator. So yes, it like correct. dilates the small sort of channels in your it actually, in, in it, your like bloodstream or whatever. I don't it, think it dilates them. I think it does the opposite. Or, so it, or, or it opens maybe. them up. I, oh God, I, I, I don't th- remember now. I thought it opens them up. Maybe it, it opens them up. When they're constricted, that's yeah. where the pain comes so, from. So it opens true. it up. Yeah, something so scientific true. is happening in your body. <laughs> something yeah. very scientific. <laughs> possibly a positive. So they're telling you, uh, this could work for you, but, mm-hmm. but, but don't fuck with like, a, you know, a, a couple shots of espresso have yeah. like little tiny bits. Yeah, which I'm used to. Um, so I was trying to try that out uh, and I just got so, so sick. Because if I have too much caffeine, that that makes me nauseous and I vomit. And I was in such severe pain that like, I mean, the pain is usually bad enough if it's a bad migraine that I can't cry or do anything like that. Like it's just, you just have to lie there. But I was just like uncontrollably shaking and my husband was there with me and he was just like, I think we have to go to emerge. And I just kept saying like, no, 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 no. And he was like, uh, I don't know what to yes, do. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You're scribbling, scr- uh, scribbling <laughs> symbols and, and letters and numbers on a on a loose leaf page. You're bang, <laughs> bang your head off the wall and scratching. Oh god! The- yeah, uh, I was like in fetal position, like unable to move. That sounds um awful. Like that sounds yeah. so awful. And when you when you mentioned your husband being there with you, like mm-hmm. I I cannot cannot handle i cannot handle watching like my wife in pain you know oh, like when she's so when heartbreaking she, she's got for sure she hasn't been diagnosed but like we think she has endometriosis so like yeah, she'll have these fucking painful crazy crazy period pains mm-hmm. and and it's so hard to be to 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 see her go through that have you and your husband ever talked about like oh, what God, it's like yeah. for him and and what yeah. kind of process he goes through so, like, I basically was like, you have to go to therapy because this is way too intense for you to deal with on your own. Oh, wow. Um, so he was going to therapy for a little while, and he said it was really helpful for him just to kind of, like, get that out. Couples therapy or just just him? Just him. Mm. I wasn't able to at the time. Like, it was just because he was, like, fully taking care of me. Like, he was a caretaker, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was in pain most of the time. And I'm like, this can't be fun. Like, I know it's not fun on my end. And, like, you're okay, but, like, this still can't be fun for you. And he was working full time. Mm. So he's an engineer and he was like working as well as taking care of me and like just constantly being like, are you okay? Do you need anything? Like, can I do anything right now? And it's just like, I can't, I don't know how he did it. Like, he's amazing. Do you think that that experience, um, you know, therapy included strengthened your relationship or or actually took a toll on your relationship? I think it took a toll. But, I mean, in the end, long run, I think it strengthened it. But, like, at the time, it definitely was taking a toll. We were both really upset about it. And I think that one thing that's really not talked about with things like chronic pain is, like, your sexual relationships kind of go, like, it's the last thing you want to think about. Mm. Because it's just like, oh, like, my whole body is in pain. I can't even deal with, like, touching things that are, like, a little bit scratchy. Mm. Never mind somebody else's skin. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just, like, a nightmare situation when I have a migraine. I'm like, don't touch me. Like, you cannot touch me. Mm. And that's obviously going to take a toll on... Your relationship, if, yeah. that's, if that's what you're Not feeling even just like, like a lot of the time. Yeah, it's like any intimacy is really hard. It's just like even like a kiss. I'm like, no, that sounds terrible. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. is, it, is it fine when you're not having a migraine or yeah. is this like migraine hangover still? 
The migraine hangover like, doesn't usually, I mean, it does affect me, but it's not as bad. Like, it's not nearly the same level as having a migraine. Like, I'm still able to be like, I can then like hug and stuff like that. Mm. And it's not terrible, luckily. How, how did you guys get through that? Was it the therapy that, that really sort of brought you guys, like that, that sort of carried you through that, that, um, I mean, not to say that like mm-hmm. you were going through a rough patch, but no, like, we were. We like were. that, ru- that rough territory of being mm-hmm. like, hardcore caretaker to having an effect on your sexual relationship, your intimacy. Um, you know, what, what, how are you guys doing now? I think we're doing way better now. And do you think the therapy was the th- the key to that? I don't know. I think we have a really strong relationship and I mean mm. like I'm, he's not going to therapy anymore, but I am. Um, and my therapist is always like, holy shit, you guys are on the same page. Like everything you do, you're on the same page. And I was like, yeah, that's been really helpful overall. And I think we're just really lucky. Like we just get each other. And I think that's what helped, honestly. Like it was just sort of like we didn't need to communicate. It was hard, but we got through it. And the fact that we got through it means that we can get through anything. Mm. Do you guys want to have kids? No. Is it and is that because of the migraines or? I've never wanted to have kids. I actually never wanted to get married. She's a librarian. (laughs) Duh. That means she's smart and she could raise a very beautiful child. Well, thank oh, you. You're going to be that person. Yeah, I was actually going for the uh, she's a recluse and uh, <laughs> just wants to have 15 cats yeah, for babies. I mean, kind of, yeah. but. <laughs> if, if you did want to have kids, do you think that um, your migraines would be a pretty um, big challenge to overcome? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know the medication I'm on, so I'm on Zoloft right now which is a common SSRI. And I know somebody that's had a kid and is also on Zoloft. And she, I don't know, I don't remember if she went off completely or just like kind of went down with it. And she's on it for her anxiety. Um, and she was able to do it and she was okay. So I was like, I know it's a possibility. That's not really why I don't want to have kids. Mm. Um, it's definitely a factor going forward. It's like, okay, that's something to consider because I really don't want to have to go through migraines. But for some people with migraines, when they're pregnant, they don't get them. But mm. for Ooh. some people with migraines, when they're pregnant, that's all they get. So right. it's kind of like a well, complete but, toss-up. But the babe, the fetus is getting it, and it's just like, <laughs> but you just don't know. It's just transferring <laughs> down to the baby. It's actually worse than... Well, that's so sad. That's, that's like the saddest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's worse than abortion. <laughs> Do not have a baby. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, raining it back in. Um uh, I had something there before <laughs> before I just I really derailed everything. Uh, continue, it'll come back. Now. I am. Um, I wanted to like the whole the whole time that we've been kind of talking on the subject of migraines. Do you want to go? I was gonna say, is are migraines genetic? Like, or is it something that like yep. is is guaranteed to be passed down? It's not a guarantee, but it's more likely if you have a parent with migraines that you're going to get migraines as well. It's a, yeah, okay. Yeah. Almost a guarantee. I, you you said you take Zoloft, and I don't know, Correct. I don't think we covered this, but maybe, maybe we did, mm-hmm. and sorry if we did, but um, how does that, how, for someone who doesn't have anxiety mm-hmm. or depression, mm-hmm. how does Zoloft affect you? Like, do, do, do you... Um, I do have mild anxiety on top of migraines. Okay. okay. So that's also a thing. And so there's, there's, no, there's no like yeah. numbing effect or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I know that. I found it to be. Okay. I've heard of, you know, people who go on. Like emotionally, you mean? Yeah, emotionally. Like just, just numb to feeling anything, I, right? Yeah, it's like, absolutely not. 
I'm a pretty even keeled person to begin with. So, but like, I haven't felt any different. Like when I'm excited, I'm still excited. Like it hasn't really bothered me at all. I haven't really had any side effects other than nausea and the nausea has pretty much gone away. It just like basically took my body time to adjust to the medication, Mm -hmm. which is pretty sweet. I don't have any real side effects. Have you, have you ever gotten a migraine in like, in like a really inopportune time? Like literally all the time. Yeah, because I wonder. <laughs> the reason why every I, I'm getting one time. right now. <laughs> the reason why I ask is because, like, I was just thinking of like being a kid going to Disney World, and like mm-hmm. if you got sick while oh, you were down man. there on a trip yeah. and you couldn't go to like that's the theme a park thing one that day. happened to me. Oh no! <laughs> I hate Disney Holy because shit. of this. <laughs> oh no! Tell Were us your about dreams that. shattered. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know. I was also 12, so I feel like I was just, like, a really angry preteen to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we went... My fucking head hurts! Yeah. Fuck you, Mickey Mouse! <laughs> <laughs> I have two younger brothers, so I think it was more for them for, than for me to begin with. But, like, so I have a lot of triggers, and usually... The trigger, like it has to be a couple triggers or a really extreme trigger to trigger a migraine. So humid weather that's very hot is a trigger for me. Uh, My parents decided to go to Florida in August. Oh, Oh, dude, Florida in August. Yep. Jesus Christ, Florida most times of the year, but Florida in August? Cheap flights. Anytime. Fuck. So my parents decided that was a good idea. And they're like, you're in a bad mood this entire time. And I was like... I hate everything. Like, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel a little bit bad for my parents for that one, but <laughs> kind of their fault. Yeah. Was that the same time that your head spun 360 degrees <laughs> on your shoulders? <laughs> how was your, uh, how, how did your parents kind of take, uh, take the, the situation of you always being or having to miss school and, and being in, mm. in like chronic pain? Like, did your parents, was there ever any, um, was there any, I guess, a lack of support because of just being like, I mean, you know, my parents' first uh, opinion of me if I was sick was like, well, you, you just want to play video games or watch movies today, <laughs> so fuck you. Um, was there any of that or was it the opposite? Was there a lot of support or somewhere? As a kid, I don't think they really, because I couldn't really explain what was happening. They were just kind of like, okay, just like power through whatever you can. Like, it's just a headache. Just like, just keep going. And I think that's part of the reason why I was kind of in denial for a really long time. I'm not blaming my parents at all for this. Just like, they didn't know how bad it was. Mm. Right. I I had headaches. In grade four, I had headaches almost every day. And it was several times, like, like probably at least once every couple weeks, I was going home from school because yeah. I had a headache and my mom was picking me up and going like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you getting headaches all the time? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't know. I just have a headache. And I mean, but then it, it, she what, did catch you in your room, uh, sniffing, uh, uh black permanent markers <laughs> at night right. Yes, right. in your sleep. Right, it was yeah. really and I didn't even know. And then period. that turned out to be why I had headaches. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, she, it just never, it never manifested into like migraines or anything, but mm-hmm. my, my, Parents never did anything about it. They were just like, oh, you just get headaches. Yeah, and that's kind of the way it was. Like, I went to go see a specialist at one point. I I think that was more about food stuff because they were like, oh, this is all related. Like, you have your glasses. You're still getting sick. Like, this is clearly food related. Mm -hmm. And it kind of was, like, the whole caffeine thing. Mm. Um, But it was also, like, it was just so many things tied together that I think it was a little bit hard for them to completely grasp it. It's crazy and how tied together it is. Yeah. Everything. Like you're like human weather, caffeine, yeah. certain foods. Like it's nuts. Yeah. So like I just have so many different things. My biggest trigger right now is scent. 
So like going into a place where somebody has perfume on is awful. How was that uh, that fucking incense? Incense when you walked in here. It was a little bit bothersome, but it was okay. A good thing I <laughs> snuffed that out halfway through our interview. It was better than the scent of weed that was coming from the hallway. And oh, also the fair. scent of Taylor's butthole that was uh, ex- exploding air out of it after eating cereal this morning. Just form- was, Don't put a- milk into your system. Don't you dare give me that look. I know you've been sitting there holding them in. No, and as I soon haven't. as Caitlin leaves, this place is going to have to be fucking evacuated. We're going to have to tear the paint off the ceilings because you're going to... I mean, already it's peeling. Look up there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know this what? Smell alone I don't right. have uh, plain milk very often, so <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. And I haven't had cereal in a really long time. And you thought it was the most... The most perfect time to have a full bowl of it this morning no. before we yeah, sit right in the same room. <laughs> we sit in the same room together every day. Yeah. Anyway, what I wanted to what I wanted to come back, what I was going to earlier when uh, when you were trying to get your train of thought there, Jer, was <clears throat> just the fact that and and it and it reminded me again when you said that scent is a thing that's triggering you now because mm-hmm. I think that the biggest stigma and and if and if we're going to sit here and say that our basically our goal is to destigmatize whatever the the topic of conversation is that we're going to have mm-hmm. it's the common headache yeah. versus the migraine mm-hmm. or or what a migraine is and we know that from this conversation that a migraine takes on a ton of different forms and it has a ton of different triggers and different symptoms and mm-hmm. uh, outcomes but it seems to me in every way shape and form that a migraine is fundamentally uh, different in terms of intensity yeah. than just like me going, oh, my head hurts a little bit. I'm going to take a Tylenol. For sure. And I think that that's something that people don't understand when the word migraine is used. Mm-hmm. And last week uh, we were doing this mental health panel and we talked a lot about like the language that we use when we're when we're describing something and like what language connotes a certain feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like... Just the term migraine, having this conversation and putting all of this like padding around what it is and like the craziness of how it can come about is super important because I feel like far too often, like there's a girl that comes to my yoga studio and she comes in, if she smelled that, mm-hmm. that incense that's going, she would be like, immediately, she would have a crazy migraine and she'd be like freaking and she'd go, I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. Yeah. My day is ruined. I got to go home. I got to lay in bed. Yep. And... There's a lot of people at the studio that just go roll their eyes at it. Yeah, that just go, oh, yeah, I'm she, sure she doesn't. She she doesn't like the smell of it. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or she got oh she got a headache and she doesn't. She's she's cranky. I and get a lot of that. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? And it's crazy. And I can see that. And I feel like sometimes, or at one point in my life, I probably would have thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dude, I for sure thought that with Steph the first time I ever heard it. Yeah, I, for sure. I I went. Whatever, totally like, or like you're making it up, or whatever, or you're not making it up, but you're oh, you're exaggerating, or whatever it is. I yeah. think that's a common reaction too. It's yeah. just like, oh, like this isn't as big of a deal as you're making it out to be. And I know for a lot of my triggers, people are kind of like that because I'm like, lights sometimes trigger me. Like if something's flashing too much, like I, it's like so stupid. Like I think it's stupid the things that trigger me, and, and so I understand thing. that other people are just like, that's dumb. Yeah, that's the thing is that it's something that's so common that's everywhere. It's like, yeah. well, it's never affected me. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, it can't be that bad. Like, right. it, is it? Can it really be that bad? You know, and I think sometimes- that's why we so. That's why not we, but people sometimes so easily slip into that. Yeah. Right. Oh, Cause if you on. haven't experienced it, then it's, it's very it's hard, hard to understand. Do that. That's right. It's, it's a huge pet peeve of mine when people 
compare their own experience yeah. to somebody else's and say, well, you can't possibly <laughs> see that as being that way because I've never seen it as being that. Yeah, right. Yeah. But because I think it's so common. And I totally, think yeah. If I like the thing that I find helps with people is like describing what how a migraine goes for me. So do you mind, do you guys mind if I describe what a oh, migraine yeah, is like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the way that my migraines work generally is that I'll have something trigger me. So usually it's more than one trigger. So it'll be something like there's a bright light flickering and then it'll be stormy out so the air pressure's off and then somebody will walk by with perfume on. And those three, three things all together and it's just like, okay, I know that these are all triggers. I'm very conscious of it. So it's like, okay, this might lead to a migraine. With my medication that I'm on, it pa- sort of pads my brain is how I think about it. So it makes me less sensitive to all of those triggers. But I still know that those are triggers for me. Mm. So it's like, okay, be conscious, make sure. Because I find that my aura, because it's not a visual aura, I find it hard sometimes to know. But the two things that I know happen is that I suddenly get extremely tired. Mm. It's just like if you hadn't slept all night that kind of like extreme tiredness all of a sudden. And I don't know. It's like my brain tries to convince me that nothing is wrong still. It's like, oh, you're just tired. It's, you're just tired. It's fine. It's so fine. If, you're just if, tired. If you're feeling like really awake at night and you're just trying to f- fall asleep, do you just flash the lights <laughs> and spray some <laughs> fucking cologne in your face and go, there we go. I'm good to go. I wish. <laughs> Brian, you should spray the transition mist on her face. Oh, no, <laughs> like, no, you've been, no. like you've been doing to us. Hey, what about essential oils? Is, I uh, love essential oils. So that's, those are okay. Yeah, you, those are usually okay. Although like mm. sometimes if they're artificially scented, which some essential oils are, watch out mm. for that. Yeah. Um, not so essential. Yeah, not no, so no, essential no, oils. No, I mean. <laughs> I don't uh, say enough. But I, I use like a peppermint oil and I use it in a diffuser and I find that helps quite a bit. Mm. Um, just even to just relax a little bit. Like it's a nicer smell than just we're, nothing. We're, all three of us are super horny for the diffuser right now. We love <laughs> yeah. I love It's oils. going in my apartment 24 hours Same. a day. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, I don't know if we're, were we done going through no. the? Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, well, that's okay. My we kind of got yeah. off topic there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, took us off topic. Yeah. So I'll get really sleepy and then my sp- my speech will start slurring. So I'll just kind of like sound like a tiny little bit drunk. <laughs> um, and this is when other people around me become really, really important. Like my coworkers just being like, oh, you said you're really tired. Is that a migraine? Like just having that kind of reminder is really, really helpful. Oh, cool. So they know. Then. Yeah. They're yeah. like, you just said I was very tired. Yeah. Did Pretty that, much. Are you have a, are you having a migraine or a yeah. stroke? Or did you have a or did you have a long lunch? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so I'm really lucky in that like I have friends and stuff like that. I'll be like, I'll text if I'm really tired, and they're like, duh, you're getting a migraine. Take your medication, you dumbass. I'm like, oh right, I should. Um, <laughs> yes, guilt trip right. you into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it, Shame it's honestly you. Shame amazing. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like my brain just tries to convince me, like, no, you're fine, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the hardest part, I think, because getting my medication into me, so I have my daily medication, and then I have medication that I take when I actually start getting a migraine, and I'm just taking an NSAID, so it's just, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like ibuprofen with a stomach coater so that my stomach doesn't hurt all the time. Right. Um, and then if that doesn't work within 20 minutes, and I'm starting to get pain, I then take a triptan, which if you're getting migraines, look into triptans because for like 75% of people with migraines, they get rid of your migraines. Mm, And there's something like, I think 
between 12 and 20 different types, and a lot of people don't know about them. They've been new, as in they're new in the past 30 years, um, mm-hmm. but they keep coming out with new ones, and they work differently for everybody. So I've tried, I think, four different types, and it was the fourth type that really worked for me. Um, I have a friend, though, that gets migraines where triptans don't work for her at all. Um, They do make me feel a little bit weird. It feels like your brain is in a deep freeze, which is a very strange feeling. Yeah. Um, and then if I get doesn't caught, doesn't sound comfortable. I can't really relate to that at all. I've never yeah. Put my yeah. brain okay. in a deep freeze. Apparently, it's also uh, for anybody that's ever had um, brain zaps with SSRIs. So if you're on any sort of um, antidepressant and you get brain zaps, it's a really similar prolonged feeling. Mm. So I don't mind it because I know it means my migraine's going away. But a lot of people that are on antidepressants are like, oh, this is terrible. And I'm like, oh, I really like it. Like, it's, it sounds it's like great. It sounds like it swaps your migraine for like the, the, the excruciating pain of brain freeze. Yeah. <laughs> it's not painful brain freeze. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like your brain just gets really cold. Whoa. It's really weird feeling, but it's like not the outside; it's just the inside. God, that sounds fascinating. There's just a tiny and little I don't lacing. Ever of want to feel that? <laughs> There's just a tiny little lacing of LSD on the, yeah. on the trip to him. And the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about is that I not only have photophobia, but I have osmophobia, which is sensitivity to smell. So during my migraines, <clears throat> like my if my husband makes a coffee during my migraine, I'm like, "You're burning flesh. This smells awful. Oh, like, oh, wow. like Whoa. everything smells <laughs> so." So bad, which is when oil diffusers come in handy because I'm just like, oh, it smells like peppermint. This is great. So interesting. Um, What's it called? Osmophobia? Yeah. I'm trying to think about what Steph, it's not osmophobia, but it's some, it's whatever. I can't remember what it's called now, the name of it, but it's, uh, yeah, her sensitivity to smell anyway. So, Mm -hmm. but like essential oils smell strongly. So yeah, I just don't mind it. Like, it's just like a smell that I don't mind smelling. There's just certain scents that like. Okay. Hit you with this, like, like that's food where scents are, are terrible. Yeah, some the of the smell, stigma. Yeah, it, because like I would think, oh well, you're not like essential oils don't bother you, but coffee does. does. Like you just don't like the smell of that. So definitely is it, not. Is so what is it? What is it about? Do you know? Do you know what it is that? Well, like for colognes and perfumes like and stuff like versus, that, it's like chemicals versus yeah. natural, right? Yeah, it's like people that are allergic to colognes and perfumes. Like they don't necessarily know what it is in it. There's just something in it that they're allergic to. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same situation. Smell is usually coming from like some type of like heat or evaporation. So it burns off and it gets into the air. And if there's a chemical in that vapor or whatever mm-hmm. the scent that is going through the air, then so then when you say you sensitivity to it, when it says scent free. Are essential oils okay, or is um, that scent, just not? So I for use everybody? a well, lot no, of scent-free not- products. Um, ones with essential oils are not scent-free; they're just fragrance-free. Okay, um, is fragrance would would that be uh, defined as like chemically scented? I think so, generally. Although, like oh, some I didn't know that. some things with essential oil in it will say fragrance-free; some of them won't. Um, but they can't say scent-free because there is a scent to it still. Right. Right. I guess the safe bet is just to not, you know, if you don't know, don't Mm -hmm. fuck with it. Um, So I'm sensitive to light, sound, and smell when I have migraines. Like, I just can't deal with any of those things, basically. But I also have something called Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. I fucking love this already. (laughs) Is that legitimately what it's called? Yes, it's legitimately what it's called. You can Google it. 
Um, I didn't know it was a thing until I started seeing my neurologist because I thought it was just like a really weird thing that I had. Your cat's just smoking a big old hoop <laughs> being like, what's up, Caitlin? And you're always hosting what's tea parties. Out? Yeah, really. I wish it was that or exciting. What is this it? is like literally the only thing that I can say about my migraines that I don't mind. Um, so I, it's a physical hallucination. So I don't hallucinate. Like I can't see things, but it's a physical hallucination where I feel like either... For me, it's usually that I'm melting through the floor. Whoa! And it's like this really, really pleasant, like, melting feeling. Like, everything, like, my entire bed and myself are just, like, slowly, like, molasses, like, melting through the floor. Sounds amazing. Yeah, that feeling that you get when you're on a roller coaster. Like, your stomach's just, like... And it's not like the extreme roller coaster feeling, but just like a little bit of butterflies. Yeah, just a little bit of butterflies. It's like that feeling, like you're almost like floating. How often do you get this? That's almost wild. all of my migraines. Oh man, bring it on! I used to yeah. drive mm. up and down as a kid. I drove up and down this road that that was, out in Waverly. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Waverly. We, we called it the Upsy Daisy Downsy Daisy Road. Dude, as kids. yeah. My and, dad would take me there just to take me yeah, there just to drive it. Same with Amazing. my dad and my yeah. brother and I used to sit in the back seat and go. This makes our peepees jiggle, because that was the feeling in our. We thought it was a feeling in our bellies, but we thought it was in the tips of our dicks. I was, I was feeling really excited to talk about the Waverly Road experience, but now I feel very. I don't, I don't want to talk very about it. uncomfortable. That's so incredible. Anyway, when you when you when you went down the rabbit hole, did you feel like you're? <laughs> Stop it. Okay. There, there's gonna, no tingling. Um, we we are <laughs> yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah. We got to okay. wrap it up. Um, before we do, I have two questions for you. For sure. The first one is, uh, what has your chronic migraines taken away from you? Like a lot of things. Um, food is a big one. Like I like really bland foods now. Like I, my husband's Sri Lankan. Um, his parents cook for us a lot. And I'm just like, I love a lot of it, but I can only she eat can. the blander stuff. Mm. Um, just cause I just, my stomach can't deal with anything that and the social aspect, like mm-hmm. I, my friends have been really amazing and just like, Oh, like I can't go out tonight, even though I said I could. And they're just like, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's still hard not being able to go to everything you want to yeah. go to. Like missing it's okay a friend's to them, birthday. But it's not necessarily okay for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you say your chronic migraines has given you? Has given me? I would say just perspective. Like, I know what it's like to be sick, and I know what it's like to be, like, pretty severely depressed. Um, I mean, I had a reason for my depression, and I understand that's different than just being generally depressed. But, like, I understand what it's like to just be like, I want the F out. Mm. Like, this is awful. I just want out. Um, And just having that perspective makes me appreciate life that much more. I know that's a little bit corny, but I really do. I don't think it's corny at all. I think that's a very valid thing to feel and to think. And and I think there's a lot of people that can probably relate to that. So yeah, yeah. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much. I'm so fucking stoked (laughs) that you and who knows what order this comes out, but uh, I'm really excited that you are our first uh, Toronto guest. Oh, amazing! I didn't even realize I was the first. You're the first one, Toronto 2017. Hashtag. A trana. I'm actually, I'm super stoked too that you uh, <laughs> clarified for me what the difference between migraines and headaches are because mm. I actually thought they were synonymous. Yeah. yeah. I had no yeah. idea the difference. And my migraines always happen, almost always happen in my right side. So uh, it's always my right side that's affected. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Fucking migraines. I know. Um, they're weird. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in today. Um, we enjoyed having you along for the ride. Uh, we will be back next week, but before that, take some time if you haven't already, 
head on over to iTunes. Give us a little uh, hit the subscribe button for sure. And then give us a rating and a review. Uh, we're up on the iTunes charts there. It's really important for us to stay there um, and uh, just make, makes, uh, make sure that more people see what we're up to and helps us spread this community. Um, and of course, um, if you, if you haven't known already, we are also on Patreon. This is one of the things that makes it possible for us to do these trips. Um, uh, so f- to all of our patrons already, uh, we love the fuck out of you. Um, and if you're not, uh, up on the Patreon thing, head on over there, www.patreon.com slash um, and we have a ton of like exclusive content episodes that we'll never, we'll never publish on iTunes, um, and a bunch of fun stuff there. And of course we're also on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, all of that fun stuff. And, uh, I think we just started uh, getting into a new market, Taylor. Uh, yeah. So for all our, uh, all our Russian fans out there, we've been, there's a lot of, them. Uh, we, got, we have a, we have a huge fan base in, huge. uh, in the we're mother, huge. in the motherland and, uh, uh, we've just started up our page on uh, on V Kantatke and uh, and so the sorry the, did you uh, spell that it's it's V just the letter V and then Kantatke I uh, don't even did uh, I, I got it I mean it's a huge it's a huge site in uh, in uh, in Russia and all of our all of our uh, our uh, Red Star fans are uh, huge on that social media site. So we're trying to grow that page as much as we can. So if you can go over there, um, subscribe. Um, and uh, spasiba for that. Uh, right, that exactly. is it for today. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. Spasiba means thank, thank you. you in Russian. Спасибо means thank you in Russian. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca/podcasts.